Hey, Sidebar listeners, we got to talk to you again about our favorite sponsor, Boston Beer Ventures. I don't know about you, but the way things have been going for the past few months, I'm getting a little bit stir crazy, getting a little bit bored, looking for something to do. Alex, are you feeling the same way? No, Ellen, I am I'm living <laughs> just a laugh a minute here trapped inside my house with my family. Yes, I, and in answer to your question, <laughs> yes, I'm totally open to doing something new and different. In the words of Pee Wee Herman, ah! <laughs> that's pretty much it. So you know what you got to do, people? I've got an idea for you. It works. It's happening. Boston Beer Ventures will create a virtual beer tasting for you and your friends. You say to yourself, Ellen, that's insane. How does it work? Let me tell you. She will talk to you. You connect with Anne Francis, the founder of Boston Beer Ventures. She'll say, what kind of beer do you like? Do you like IPAs? Are you a Guinness drinker? Do you like a lager? What's your dealio? She'll get a sense of what you feel like tasting. She'll understand what your friends are like. Imagine that, someone who understands what your friends are like. What she'll do is she'll put together a package for you. She will deliver to you your house, the snacks, the beers, the whole setup. And then when you're ready, you and your pals will Zoom live with Anne and she will walk you through and teach you all about beer. So imagine you're one of those people, I, I believe it or not, I include myself, who don't know that much about beer. It's shocking the amount of beer I drink and how little I understand it about craft beers, really well-made beers. And you'll discover new stuff. So you'll be the coolest kid you know. You'll discover new beers. Like, Alex, have you discovered a new beer from Boston oh Beer Ventures? Yes, yes. So I did one with Anne during the summer and she brought us all the blind tasting. And one of my favorites was this one called um, Juniper Rose. And it's from, it's a collaboration between Four Quarters Brewing and the Pink Boot Society, which she taught us. The Pink Boot Society are all these female movers and shakers in the beer industry. Very, very cool. And I would have never found it on my own. Nice. See, there's that's just one there. I look on the website. I've never heard of Austin Street Brewery. You know, I don't know that. I've never tried Boom Sauce. I'm afraid of it because of its name, but I'm willing to give it a shot if she tells me it's good. So contact Boston Beer Ventures. You can go look on their website to learn more. You can contact Anne at bostonbeerventures at gmail.com. And of course, sidebar listeners, if you mention Total Sidebar, you get 20% off, right? Boom. Don't even tell your friends. Charge them full freight for their shares in the party. Oh so get your butt in gear, go to Boston Beer Ventures, and have yourself some fun. Am I right? Boom sauce. <laughs> yes. Fickle finger of fate. Fickle finger of jalapeno is what it was. Oh, <laughs> Hello. Exactly yeah. right. Don't do that, everybody. Do you know that's why I always have surgical gloves, boxes of surgical gloves in my house? I thought it was for something else, but that's okay. <laughs> yes, I'm... <laughs> Just giving giving exams. Is that what you're Using yes. the whole fist doc. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Total Sidebar. Believe it or not, I scrounged in the back of the closet. Look what I found! I found two co-hosts. Hey, I dusted them off. Propped them up, and here they are. Hello, Jen Palmer. Hello, Ellen. And hello, Alexandra Shimmy Shammy Shumway. Wow. I'm shimmying because I'm trying not to sing. Happy birthday to Ellen. Yes, it's her birthday, folks. It is. It's a big day here at the podcast. <laughs> I think 38. we should just say really quickly um, a shout out to our fearless leader, Ellen. Happy birthday to you. Thank 26 you. never looked so great. It's and true. Um, we love you for all you do. 
We'll love I you think you're okay. I think you're okay. Thanks, you guys. You know, I think you know this because you're right there with me. The, the 20s are really pretty angst-filled. I'm, this is, I'm, yeah, I'm wondering what 20s I just, I don't know like. where I'm going to go in my life. What's going to happen it. to me? Am I doing the right thing? Should mm-hmm. I stay where I am? These roommates are bugging me. All yeah. of it. Yeah. All of it. It's heavy exactly. duty. So today will be a day of reflection. Oh, good. <laughs> Later. Yeah. <laughs> With about... I don't know. Before you go out clubbing. (laughs) Yes. Before, before I Uh trip the light fantastic as we Uh say in my early (laughs) twenties. The light fantastic. Okay. That just made you sound like. (laughs) That was 26 plus a few more years ago. How about that? You might've given away your real age with that one. Yeah. I don't even know whoever said that. I will have to look that up. Who trip the light fantastic. Wasn't it know. also part of like a, a, a Mary Poppins? Thing I was good. Well, yeah. I, I hear Julie Andrews sing or or Dick Van Dyke singing it. Uh, Trip a little yeah. like fantastic, or is that him being a chimney sweeper? I was not being sure. a chimney sweep. Jennifer, how funny yes. you say that! I had my chimney swept this morning. Oh wow, that sounded terrible. I literally had people to yeah. come clean the chimney in my house today. Yeah, very nice. I'm getting a guy to come ne- next week. Nice. You getting your chimney swept? Chim chimney. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Meow. He's coming. If, <laughs> yeah, if only they it's really, really it's really like, sexy. If, if only they really looked like Dick Van Dyke, though. No, oh, he was or a could dream sing and dance back like that. Oh. Yeah. What I wouldn't Just, pay for a sing and dance and chimney sweep. Bert. I will say yes. the first chimney sweep I ever uh, engaged with when oh, I had wow. one that had a chimney <laughs> wow. was pretty perky. He was pretty perky. It was like kind of a, a goofy, a goofy person. Really? And okay. I and it didn't surprise me because I thought, how do you get into this line of business? And you know what? When this guy shows up next week, I'm going to ask him that very question. How'd you get into this line of business? Damn, I just had my guy here this morning and I totally blew the opportunity. I really did. Did he, did he dance on top of yours? Did he carry a sweep? Like, no, although he did see my dancing with the stars trophy and asked me about it. So maybe he thinks I'm the dancer in this relationship. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. There You probably, you display that. Wow. No, it's that's, in the dining that's room. That's where people there, can a, see it. No, there's a chimney in the dining room. It's, it's stuffed off. And nobody goes in the dining room. It's in there. And there's, no, there's so a, uh, there's Alex a goes. Alex goes in there by herself every afternoon. <laughs> and I just stare at it. You know what? It's not over. I was. I over. was really something, wasn't I? I really was at my could have had it all. <laughs> that's why last time she picked dancing like Michael Jackson because remember she sure. wants to be able to like bust you. out. She wants to be able to bust out. And she did a little bit of a bust out in her charity Dancing with the Stars. I did. I did. Yes, and she will again. Career. Mm-hmm. You oh. will again. Don't worry. Speaking of which, I do have a couple of to be continued for you. Oh, you oh, know, these good. always terrify us. I know, because yeah. you won't remember. So I just want to say, so yes. we talked about hibachi restaurants last yeah. time. The, yeah. the What did you call them? The performance, the street performers, the sidewalk performers of oh, yeah. the restaurant like the business, the I think. And stuff. Yeah. Yep. And I did not realize this is just a little um, a little trivia tidbit. So when do you think Benihana was founded in the United States? When do you think that started that restaurant? I'm going to go 50s. Oh, I was going to go 76. 1964. Oh, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. And I did not know that its founder went to jail for insider trading. 
Oh, what was he yeah. dating or she? <laughs> he he dating. got a tip that John Scully, I think, was going to become the next CEO of Apple, and he traded on oh, something. Yeah, really. He was about to go, or or Scully was leaving Apple to go to another company, and so he traded on it ahead of time, and he was went to he- jail. Did he Wait. hear it like around the hibachi grill? What was uh, was it a, a group of Apple executives <laughs> and he was flipping <laughs> shrimp into choppy. their pockets Wait and heard what was gonna ha- come down? How I was don't... he an, how is he an insider in that though? Did he have a stake in the company? Somebody hey, somebody did anybody hey, get it? Stake in the company? <laughs> oh god. Somebody anyway. to- someone told him who shouldn't have told him, and I believe the person who shouldn't oh, have told god. him was also a person. I think he was sat on the board of the company that stood to benefit. Oh, yes. Okay. So he didn't. So I just want to go Benny Hanna, slightly tarnished image, but let's play this game. All right. So okay. which, which of these do you think is the oldest restaurant chain, which oh, was like founded first? Okay. okay. Let's go. Should there's to shout out answers or answer individually? I'm going to get, no, I'm going to give you four. I'm going to give you four restaurants and you're going to pick which one is the oldest and then we'll move up the, up the plank. So is it, let me read them all off. Olive Garden, PF Chang's, Cheesecake Factory, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Olive Garden, Cheesecake, Ruth's Chris. Who's the oldest? Ruth's Chris. I was going to go Ruth's Chris too. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> High five, Jennifer. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Who, who is the next oldest? And that would be 1965 for okay. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. I'm going to go, wait, and then we have left, and then we, we have, have Olive Garden, the, Cheesecake, and, and Chang's. And Chang's. I'm going to go Olive Garden. Is my I'm, I'm going to go Cheesecake. The answer is Cheesecake 1972. Yes. <laughs> My and then Olive Garden's 82 and Chang's is 93. It's a young, yeah. young 93. Yeah. Oh, a little whippersnapper of a restaurant. Seriously? And to I think know. we have all of our holiday um, office parties there, <laughs> the three of us. Yeah, you guys, we got to figure out what we're going to do. We know what we're our, doing. Our Christmas. No, I know, forgotten. but how we're going to all like do this. We got to figure yeah. it out. We will. We'll get on that. I would like to say, just wrapping up on this particular to be continued, do you know why it's called Ruth's Chris Steakhouse? No, but I always The have dumbest name ever, Ruth's yeah. Chris It would be fine if it was Steakhouse. Ruth's Chris, but the yeah. Ruth's part is weird. It's Ruth's possessive Chris yes, Steakhouse. Yes, hard to say. No, I, I will tell you because Ruth Fertel bought the Chris Steakhouse in New Orleans for $22,000. And after a fire made her find a new location, she renamed it. And she renamed it Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. That's the stupidest story I've ever Which is the dumbest. Hey, Ruth, get over yourself. You had a chance to rename it. Ruth's Steakhouse. And you just said, I think I'll call it my name, Possessive, and the old name. I would have just gone with Ruthie's. That sounds like a great joint, doesn't it? So many. Yeah, Ruthie's would be great. Yeah. So many other yeah, alternatives. It's, it's no less like, you know, stupid than Ruth's Chris. That's dumb. Ruth's, I, it's always bothered me. That's me why too. I had to look I agree. it up. I had to tell yeah. you. Okay. I'll give you one more little time capsule, yes. then we'll move on. So another, uh, we discussed your favorite show, The Three Stooges, last time. <laughs> you guys, huge fans, huge fans. huge fans. So same thing. Who's the oldest of these three acts acts is it the three stooges the marx brothers or abbott and costello we marx were really abbott, going costello. Back. abbott and costello i say marx All right. brothers you would be marx brothers 1905 Ooh, nice yes. nice why don't we get the young people listening to this podcast i don't really get it <laughs> 
This is super current. The references are also current. I know, going back to the Marx Brothers. Yeah. 1905, the Three Stooges are 1922, and Abbott and Costello are 1935. Oh, I was way off. Next week, listeners, we're going to talk about which famous Civil War general was was the coolest. Exactly. Exactly right. The origins of the cotton gin. Exactly. How to churn butter during the revolution. Oh, you know what? Whatever. Let's go to like it or not. I can't believe, I just like to say, and I would like to say, uh, I normally don't say this on the air, but I'll say it, ladies. I updated all the lists today. So I know everything that I am asking you today has is not a repeat. Okay. It's <laughs> not a repeat. So if you go, wait, didn't we talk about that? I could swim. <laughs> nope. Not the case. That's not oh. what we sound like, by the way, Ellen. Right? Yeah. Well, towards the end of the podcast, we do sound Maybe. like that because we've uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. a third glass of wine, but whatever. Like it or not, leather pants. Oh, no. No, I do not enjoy. <laughs> nope, I don't. Okay, I'll start this. Oh, I, I, I guess you will. Yes. Yeah. Wow. No, wow. I'm totally wow. going to. Wow. Yeah, no, I do, I do not like leather pants. Um, Sounds the, like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I do not like them in a car. I do not like them at a <laughs> <In the> bar. <laughs> Yes, I do not enjoy leather pants. Now, I will tell you, I've never had a pair, wore a pair, but I've seen when I see people who have them, like there are a few people who can really pull them off. And when they do, goddamn, they look great on them. But for me, I cannot do it at all. My legs are not the right size, not the right shape, not the right circumference. <laughs> it's just, it's not good. However, mm-hmm. for a nice cheat, folks, you can get the faux leather Spanx leggings and those keep you right in. I mean, you're still showing your legs and they're not leather, but it, it's a, it's a good work. So you will take a leather look is what you're saying. They're leggings. They're basically like shiny leggings that really suck you in. Um, so it's kind of, those aren't leather leg- pants. No, those they're not. As pants. I said, it's a workaround, but there's this woman that we used to know who used to wear leather pants and I would see her wear them. And I was like, girlfriend, you, you know, I'll just say it. You, she, she, she just couldn't, she couldn't pull it off. She was a little too old. She was not quite of the leather pant wearing. Uh, <laughs> how am I going to say this? I, 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 it just, yes. it wasn't, it wasn't her. And I was like, you know what? I know me and I know I can't pull it off either. So if someone can, I think it's awesome, but I think there's very few people who can do it. Yeah. And that particular person, she wore them a lot. All the time. All the time. At I think every, I, knew, like, I know who event, you're talking you know, about. And you know yes. who it is. Yeah. You yes, do. I do. To I do. Every industry event, you turn around and there she was wearing them again. Yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. So my turn. Uh, yeah. A, a lot of what Alexander said is completely true. I, you'll never find me in a pair, even on my <laughs> thinnest, best day, youngest day, you would never find me in a pair of leather pants. I also remember that episode of friends where yeah. Ross couldn't get them off with the baby powder, whatever. So that to me has always seemed like a real, like, Oh, think Danger. twice before you put this on dangerous. Right. Yeah. yeah. Dangerous okay, pants. But, but with regards to leather pants in general, like you see somebody who can pull them off, like, you know, a supermodel, an Elle McPherson or whatever, and goddamn, do they look great. Totally. Like, they are they are the epitome of fashion meets rock and roll meets cool meets, like, it's, it's clearly something that only a few people can pull off, which makes them 
so great. It's it's what elevates their status for me. Yes. Yeah. That said, they're not for the everyday Tom, Dick, or Harry. And they are, they are not for everyday. No, they're and not I'm for gonna, Jen, Alex, or Ellen. <laughs> no, and I'm going to go a point further. And Alexander, I know you talked about the leather spanks. You don't have the leather ones, though. You have the other ones. No, they're full leather. Right, but you don't they have pretend. the faux leather ones. Yeah, I do. Oh, you do. Okay, okay. Well, I bought a, an even knockoff pair, not the Spanx ones, and they're just pleather, flat out pleather oh. le- leggings. Let me just tell you mm. the the temperature that my body reached <laughs> while inside of these casings, and there's no other word to describe them but a casing, was I felt as if I might explode. Like, you know, when you ha- see a sausage on a pan and it's, it's, no one's pricked it and it's just, it's bubbling with steam. That's what my thighs were in that tight casing. I promptly took them off and threw them away. I never put them on again. It was, and, and again, they were, they were not exactly, exactly. They weren't the hundred dollar Spanx faux leather ones, but nonetheless, I thought that I thought under a cute tunic, it would, it would be, you know, it would suffice. Sass it up. Sass it up. Oh, oh, I have never been more wrong and I will never, ever don them again. So I, that's just a cautionary tale to our listeners out there. So don't go cheap on a, on a leather, even if it's a faux leather product. Pay for quality. That's right. Exactly. Oh my. Uh, Wow. Wow. Have you Um, ever had a pair, Ellen? A real real pair of leather pants? No. I have not. I have not. Um, Growing up, my sister, this is, we're getting in the 70s now. My sister had a- Are you tripping the light fantastic? This is my sister tripping the light fantastic. She had a matching- I was swallowing wine. I was trying to get, (laughs) she beat me to it again. Damn it. There's my sister tripping the life fantastic. And she has a pair of, and people have to know what these really, really mean. Hip hugger, faux leather, bell bottom pants. In kind of a dark, rusty brown and a matching vest that she would wear with nothing underneath. Oh yeah. The the degree of difficulty on that outfit is like a 9.8. It is she, through the room. hugger vest yep. with nothing under yes. it. It's she was lot. on fire. My sister was on fire as yeah. a teen. She was a hot mama. She was absolutely a hot mama. And uh, I hope her kids are listening so they can give her some grief on this. Yeah. Do you think her but, kids are listening? Uh, uh, no. And <laughs> who's, we know out ours there? Are. <laughs> who's out there? Um, here's what I would say. When I see, and this will sound awful, but I think you'll understand. Um, I think leather pants belong on motorcycle riders and rock stars. And, and any women that are wearing them, I just see a yeast infection. I just do. I see it. <laughs> I see it just, I want to send yep. you down that aisle in CVS saying it could get the three day, the seven day, the one day, yep. whatever you need. Vagicil it, up. it just doesn't, it, it is, it's too much heat. It's, it's, yeah. it's too much heat. If yeah. you, you know, if you're trapping wolves in Montana and you really need to be warm and insulated, maybe leather pants are the way to go. But I don't know. I haven't run into any wolf trappers here in downtown city. So get those pants off and clean it up. You know who does look really good in them though? Steven Tyler. Yeah, right. Exactly. Rock stars. Those right skinny, the skinny dudes can pull it off. He has legs the size of toothpicks. It helps when you're skinny. It does help. It does help. It helps you. It helps the pant, the pant. I like the singular of pant. It's a nice Excellent. leather pant. <laughs> Ruth Chris she wears a nice pant. <laughs> she, she wears a very nice pant. All right, yeah. try this on for size. Like it or not. Pug dogs. Pugs. Pugs. I like pugs. I do. I think they're very, very cute. Seem like um, seem like a seem like a pause there. 
seemed no, like no, it was no, a, no. I think, well, I think pause. I've answered about dog. Oh, oh, I just, sorry. <laughs> dog pause. She's got I her think little. That, I see. Yes. <laughs> I think you're adorable, but I, I'm a bigger dog kind of gal in general. Hmm. So, um, I, it's nothing against it. Like I don't want to be sizest for a dog, no. but I do feel like it, it my, I, I gravitate towards a bigger animal in general, but I think they're very cute. I think they're, they have very, very cute faces, very sweet. Um, yeah, I like them. Yeah. I, it's okay. Don't be shamed. It's okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So over to me. So a pug. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I like them. I think I like, I've, I've liked all the pugs that I've met in my time. The one thing where I do not love so much is they're not very like, soft and furry i guess hmm. i think they're very cute like like and it's not it's not a size thing i have a little guy he's laying right over there um and elvis is like i don't know 17 pounds or something but he's very soft and he's got like some like nice fur and stuff i feel like a pug like i don't know i don't feel the like short I'm hair just, they're a short hair yeah, they're I a short hair the breed short hair. but i like them and i think they had like the little like the little face that looks like they just got smashed in with a door i think looks very cute um and yeah, I like them. I guess I like them. I like them too. As I said, I just, I feel like I gravitate towards a bigger animal in general. So I don't says, want to judge says the woman who refuses to get an animal in her house. Just so if she well, did, she knows what she'd get, yeah. but she yeah. knows what she'd get. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I asked the question because I walking through some of our favorite impulse buy stores and you know what they are. And thank you again yeah, for my do. gift card. Um, there's a whole kind of pug dog cult. There's a, there's a, like, there's lots of pug, pug mugs and pug blankets and pug, like, like it's uh, of all the breeds out there. Like it's good. Like I love pugs and pugs are my life. And I was, I thought, is this a, a culty kind of dog breed? Is this something that, you know, I don't see that for collies or following. I think dachshunds do. They so dachshunds might be in there. They might mm -hmm. be in there a little bit. So anyway, I thought that plus I have two pugs who live across the street and one is now so old. He can't go out. Oh, he can't sad. go far. Yeah. Even he can't Karen, go out. Though. I, it's, I think his, his parents are taking very good care of him. Um, and I, I thought, you know, I never really thought about these dogs, but they're actually kind of funny when they go trotting around. Yeah, I think, I think, so. um, I think they're very, their faces in particular are very expressive. They're very like the big eyes. Yeah, big, they got the big, big eyes, eyes and um, they just have cute little expressions, you know? Yeah. yeah. I so I think yeah. that's what makes them photographable and, and you know, and made, made for a mug. Their mug is made for a mug. They're, it's a pug mug. Nothing like a, a pug, pug mug. mug. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know what? Let me just tell you too. Christmas what? is just around the corner. There could be pug mugs aplenty. I'm just <laughs> yeah. throwing it out there. I'm with it. Okay. I got all the mugs. I got all Giraffe the mugs and me crazy. I need. All right, try this. It'd be controversial. Very curious to see where we go with this. Like it or not, caviar. Oh, I love, love. caviar. <laughs> love, 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 love. Okay, love. I'll start this one since oh, Jennifer kicked off the pug conversation. So. I, when I was younger, I was just like, caviar, fish eggs, that sounds like disgusting. And then one time Jennifer made, it was like, you know, we were, we, I'm going to say we were young, like Jennifer, maybe you were out of college. I don't know. We, or maybe you were in college and we were having one of those like, oh, we're acting like grown up nights. And Jennifer did all these little hors d'oeuvres. And I don't know what we were drinking, probably 
cheap wine, well, I guess. And yeah, yeah, some sort of swill. Again, I think we were trying to be like big, big girls. And Jennifer made these. Um, these were like they the like potato Blinis. latkes. Yeah. Blinis, potato, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she had some creme fraiche on them, and then she had little caviar on the top of it. And I remember being like, that's disgusting, but I'm trying to act like a big girl around my sister and all of her friends, whatever. And I ate it. And my life was changed forever. It is a delicious. And now as a big girl on numerous levels. <laughs> Speaking COVID-19. as a real big girl. <laughs> yes. Again, leather pants, not on the, not on nope. this. Leather pants, no. Caviar, no. yes. Yes. Um, but now as a real grown up, I could totally do a night to do like, you know, some caviar and, and some champagne. martinis or champagne, like yummers. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's what I want to do this weekend. So Jennifer, come on over and make me some caviar. There you go. I like that I have to make, make it. <laughs> Let me just lay things. some eggs. Real go quick. into the Black Sea <laughs> yeah. and start raking around. I mean, make me some caviar hors d'oeuvres and I'll supply all the booze. Okay. So, um, yes. I will say I, I love caviar too. I think it's delicious. I, I am not my palate isn't that sophisticated that I could tell you by tasting if it's a really expensive one or if it's a cheap one, because they kind of taste a little the same to me. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but I've, I've bought both. I've bought, I don't think I've ever bought really, really expensive, but I've probably gone, you know, relatively cheap and then middle of the road kind of thing. So, but they kind of taste the same. I like caviar a lot, but I like it on things. Like Alexander said, like I like to make appetizers with it, et cetera. I've seen women eat spoonfuls of it. That to me is a little yeah. gross. It feels it's like not wasteful. to be served alone. Exactly. It should be an accoutrement to some sort of other deliciousness, really, to really put it over the top. And it does scream decadence. And it reminds, I, you know, again, I I grew up, I subscribed to gourmet when I was 13 and it was in the eighties at that point. And it was, it was on the, it was in every recipe, like as a, right. a dollop of it, because those were the heydays of greed is good and eighties and caviar and champagne. And it, it represents what it represents is high class, like a celebration of, of mm-hmm. festivities, you know? And I, and yes. I love that kind of notion of it all, you know? So yeah, yes. it's, it's the champagne of like hors d'oeuvres. Like yes, it, it it's is a celebration. Yeah, it is. It it means something special is happening. Yes, agreed. Yeah. And it's really yummy and salty. Yes, and it's salty, which I know you love. Yes, and crunchy and strangely yes. crunchy. Right, the so texture good. is what's oh. amazing too when you when it, in the pop crunch into it. Oh, so yeah. good. So Ellen, good. do you like it? Because you're not a sushi no. person. I was just gonna say like, oh, I'm a like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I shouldn't say no. I'm just I am a, a food wimp in a lot of ways. Like I have to be. And there are things where I've gotten set in my ways. I had caviar once. I think I got in my head too much that they were fish eggs and they were and all they are is are just buckets of popping salt. Yeah. That's what they are. They're not really fishy. I don't remember them being. There's a little bit of a fish. There must taste. be some. Yeah, I yeah. guess there must be some. But no nothing that can't be overcome with a ton of sour cream or whatever else you're <laughs> or a potato base. <laughs> yeah. And I just think I think I just haven't um given it another try. So I shouldn't yeah. say no outright. I should say I have very limited experience with caviar. And if someone has it laid out on an appetizer plate, I'd be like, eh, no, I don't think so. Partly because don't waste it. This is good stuff. And if you don't think you like it, don't you know, take a little bite and then throw it in your napkin. Like, don't do that. So I think I've just shied away from it over the years. But if you have a blindy party and you invite me, I'll try. I'll try again and bring caviar (laughs) back into my life. I love it. I I will also say caviar dreams. I like it. 
I will also say really quickly, I went to an oyster um, festival recently, like it was last year before COVID. And there was one of the stations had oysters with a little tiny uh, thing of caviar on it, which I thought, hmm, I don't know if that's going to be too much like weird textures together. It was fucking delicious. Yeah, not it was a problem. Like, I, I kept going back to that booth over and over and I made myself like a spectacle. It was so good. That combination, I was like, whoa, who thought of this? They yeah. were a genius. Can you see the guys there? They'd be like, uh, does everybody else want one? Jennifer's hand is waving there she at comes like, again. Anybody, is there anybody else who wants one? Could the lady in purple- I'm right in front of you. No, 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 anybody else. Could the lady in purple step back from the booth for just a second? Step aside. There's a couple Other of- customers that, I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm schoolers. almost done with this one. I just need another. I just- Jennifer walks I, up with a, a Tupperware. I'm you guys aren't closed. You can't be close. <laughs> You can't possibly be close. It's got to be one more back there for me. And then, you know, you do the obligatory. This is totally me. Like you go like you pick up like three of them. You're like, yep, no, I'm getting them. Like looking behind (laughs) your shoulder. Like, yeah, I'll bring you one, too. And there's no one there. They're all for you. And you're just it's like when you go to the liquor store, you go, oh, I can't believe how much we ran out of wine. Party tomorrow night. (laughs) What are you going to do? Although now in COVID, you can't really do that. You're like, yeah, yeah, like I saw you last week. You're like. No, I think I think a liquor store's like judgment has gone out the window. They're like, whatever you need, Tina, whatever you need. And by the way, you know that they're always like they see any of us walk in, they're like, jackpot. You know, they don't care. They're psyched. Well, I went to my physical last week, and normally you also get the obligatory, like, so do you have wine? And you do the lie, like, oh yeah, just you know, a glass or two on Saturdays, just whatever. They didn't even ask, first of all, not at all, nothing. <laughs> and she was so kind, she said nothing about like, you know, COVID Good. weight gain or anything. I get this letter. This was like my the, the letter the following week, and it was my favorite line of the whole letter. It was like, you know, all your blood work and labs and whatever. It's like, and she writes like a little one sentence at the top. And it was like, everything looks good um, with the exception of the triglycerides, which will lower when the weight comes down. Like oh. no, no judgment, no nothing. Just like, we know it will go down when you decide you're ready for that. I'm like, that was a very kind way of putting it. That was an excellent way of saying, yes. you of know, course, and I know. And I know. And, and, and I mean, here the we fact are. that the envelope was addressed to Fatty McBugger is totally different. <laughs> Other than that, it was. I thought it was the sweetest way to do it during COVID. Didn't she? Wasn't there a second line though that said, "I recommend against the leather pants at this time." <laughs> so you may want to rethink the. Uh, yes, you may want to just put that on hold for now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, one more, one more quick one. Like it or not, pickleball. Do you want to take this, or do you want me to? Uh, I can start. Um, I'll, I'll just start. So first of all, I get it confused. Because pickleball is the one, it's it's got a racket, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like, it's almost like that other game, squash a little bit. It's like ping pong. It's like you're ping pong, but you're playing on the ping pong table. That's okay. how it's been described yes. to me. Okay, right. Okay. Well, I get it confused with pickle bucket, which is a, ga- a drinking game that <sighs> we made we up. Ma- that we made up years ago where we had a small ball when our children were little, when once they would go to sleep and we would have some drinks and we would bounce it off of whatever rental house um, it's, it's roof confusing. that we were playing, whatever. Yeah. It was into a big pickle bucket and we had to get it in. And so I get it confused. Um, pickle ball itself though, I feel like it's having a moment, isn't it? Lots of mm-hmm. people are playing it. It, it is. Yeah. Um, I, I myself have not really actually played it. So, but I think if it's like ping pong and I'm on the table, playing it I think it would be okay but I I don't think I'd be very good at it that's all I have to say I have a I have a very wild swing when it comes to (laughs) 
anything like that. It's like She's tennis rackets. It's very unpredictable. Yes. Don't know my own strength has been, you know, sure. been mentioned before. Ow. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think I'd be good at it, but I do understand that it's having a big moment. In fact, there was a thing in our town where people were actually taking lessons at like the community center and there were teams being formed. Yep. And um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm all for something like that. Sounds like fun. I like the name. Yeah. Alex, go. Well, I, I like the name too. And cause you know, I love pickles. Um, so and they're, and they're heavily involved in this game. <laughs> Are they the rackets? I don't if, do you have to swing a dill? If they did, I, I would like it a lot better. I'll tell you the that. ball is a pickle. It disintegrates as the game goes on. And when there's nothing left for like a shard of a dill, the it's, game is over. And it's a bread and butter won. chip. It's a it bread is. and butter chip. So it's round. So you can hit it better. Oh, then I'm out. I hate, the, I hate the sweet ones. If, no, it, was like gherkin, sweet. if it was a gherkin, I'm okay. If it was a gherkin, I love a gherkin. Yeah. I love them all. You know, I love a Cornish. I love all pickles. I love all pickles. I do. Vinegar me up. Yeah. So. Okay. So in terms of actual pickleball, I'm going to start by saying, I've never played and I've never played because I am so bad, so bad at tennis, racket sports, uh, whatever that stuff is at pickleball. I know just like Jennifer, I have a wild swing. I I don't pay attention to the rules. I'm talking the whole time. I'm making jokes. Like I'm not taking it seriously and I suck at it. So, um, so I don't ever play, but they're the, the dads in my neighborhood, probably about like four years ago, one of the guys um, got big into pickleball and they set up a court in their driveway and everyone was playing pickleball and everybody loved it. And there was tournaments and all sorts of stuff. So the kids loved it. The dads loved it. I just drank wine and talked to my friends while the guys were playing it. So, but I will tell you, I've heard, as Jennifer said, like it is, it's, it's having a moment right now. And there Mm -hmm. are like in, I think in Florida, there's big tournaments and stuff like that. Like down in the villages, have you ever heard about that? There's a big pickleball uh, right. You know, yep. seniors attacking. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. So it's not for me for sure. I just, it's, I mean, if I'm going to swing a racket, I need a monstrous court because like Jennifer, I, I, I swing for the fences and in tennis, there are no fences. Well, there question, are, before Ellen answers, why are they all named after like vegetable type things like squash and pickle? And doesn't that seem strange to you a little bit? Maybe those I are think the it's just two. the two. Yeah. Cause other than that, there's tennis. What's well, eggplant tennis? So I guess that's yeah. different. Yeah. Aubergine. Yeah. <laughs> aubergine tennis. Yeah. All right. Aubergine. Pumpkins or a pumpkin one? No. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah, no. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Good. Good on those people who like it, but not for me. Got it. Uh, I know nothing about it. I just heard it on a couple of podcasts. I'm like, what is this? Am I supposed to know about this? Am I supposed to know how to play this game? I haven't even looked it up. Like somebody described it as a, some sort of racket sport, smaller than smaller than playing badminton but but and it's kind of like ping pong because it bounces off and I, I have no sense of it at all but people these people are rabid about it and i think pickleball has passed me by i think it's just passed me by wow yeah, like, like, like leather pants and yeah oh, those those, yeah. Mar- those ran by those yeah. just said we are not even talking to you just yeah i feel like if i'm going to pick up a new sport at this point in my life i don't think it's going to be pickle bucket Pickleball. Ball. Pickleball. Sorry. Pickleball bucket is the drunk game. See, there she goes. I know, I know but I'm goes. good at that. Okay. I think we pickleballed it. That sounds bad. I think we've concluded, we have concluded that topic. That's what we're doing. We've concluded that topic and God damn it. I'm going to speed round.
Okay, here we go. Would you rather be stranded in the middle of the ocean in a rowboat or in the middle of the desert on foot? Rowboat, 100%. Why? Um, well, number one is heat. You know I don't do well in it. Oh, God. So right. there's that. I'm That's sorry, right. but it's true. Um, and you're going to be parched in both scenarios, looking for something to drink. But in a rowboat, you have um, a, a vessel in which you can actually collect rainwater should it rain. It doesn't rain a lot in the desert, so you're going to be even more parched there. Plus, you actually have to use, like, you have to walk to your, whatever your salvation is going to be. In the desert, there's mirages. You have to go over and up and down. And, you know, I mean, 40 days and 40 nights. There are mirages. Oh, oh there's oh, mirages coming at oh, you. She's <laughs> Moses. Oh, my, my bad, my bad. Burning bush now is not the time. Oh, man. <laughs> you got to carry those big tablets with you when you it's come down lot. from the mountain. Can we go over this another day? <laughs> then there's the sea. You got to part it. Oh, I mean, good like, Lord, this is, is getting tiring. This is nuts. Yeah. Moses. Anyways, but, <laughs> it's Moses. However, if I'm in the boat and all I have to do is I got to row a little bit, I Correct. can eventually I will see some sort of something on the horizon where I'll be like, there's got to be land at some point. Both of them, you're stranded and you don't know which way is out. You don't mm. know the exit, right? Because it's either land is all you can see for miles or ocean is all you can see for miles. So your odds are the same in terms of getting out, but I'm talking about the quality of life while you're in this nonsense mess. And I think it's going to be better for me in the boat than it is to be walking around on the hot, hot. It's better in the boat. It's better in the boat. And I could drink, I could, I could collect some water in the boat, which I could drink rainwater. Just saying She's, okay. she's making a powerful case. Alex, where are you? Okay, I think you're insane, first of all. Being in the boat, you could, there's so many things that are coming at you, first of all. Like, there is, there are sea creatures, there's waves, like, you're talking about, oh, and then there's going to be a nice little rainwater. <laughs> Put my little tongue out, whatever. Uh-uh, no. Any rain out on that ocean is going to be terrifying, is going to try to kill you. I'm going to stay on terra firma. I'm going to be in the desert. I'm not going to like it because it's hot. It's very right. hot. Um, and I don't enjoy snakes. I'm afraid I could bump into one there. But I also don't like some of the sea creatures, except for the caviar. But I don't think I'm going to get any of that. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yes, I think I'm going to stay in the desert. Um, I feel as though I'm a pretty good walker. Um, I think that I really um, hope you are. I hope so too. <laughs> I'm also not barefoot. Jennifer's like the sand is hot. Sand is hot. Yes, it is. But maybe it's not like a hundred. Let's assume the temperatures on a desert though. They're like upwards of a hundred degrees. Not all the time. It gets cool in the nighttime. Let's assume she's got oh, a decent fair. outfit. Let's say that. she's got leather pants and you're <laughs> 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 wearing your spanks. Yeah. Yeah. She's spanks and stilettos. She's good yeah. to go. She's good By to the go. time you yeah. get out of that desert, you will have gone from like a size eight to a zero. Oh and there's God. that. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. lose a ton of weight. You know what? When I'm done with the desert, then I'm going to get myself a pair of leather pants. Exactly Boom. right. Desert mm -hmm. it is. I'll see you out there. Yeah. By the <laughs> way, what are you going to eat while you're in the desert? I'm just curious. Well, you're not eating anything where you are. Too. Oh, what are you going to catch I'm, a fish I'm, with your hand? Dude, I'm floating. Tom I'm floating upon like a, a smorgasbord of seafood. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm dying to see how that goes down. <laughs> well, never, tell me what you're eating in the, in the desert. Well, I could eat things that come along. You know what? I think we're both going to die, Jennifer. I, I don't think either of us have a good chance of survival. If it's like a one-day scenario, definitely go with desert. 
for sure. <laughs> I think it's till you get out, till you get, <clears throat> till you rescue yourself. Ellen, can you clarify? How long do we have to? <laughs> How long do you have to solve this problem to, to, to get out of your dilemma? I didn't establish a time frame, but you would have the same amount of time. You would each have a week. Oh, I'll give a week. you a, how about a week? Oh, you know, Still going I know back. what I would be eating. Cactus juice. Duh. You can totally survive on that. I think. I don't know, but I bet you can. It's going to be prickly. I'm going to, I'm going to be my tough. Fingers to are going to hurt, but I think I can do it depending and on the And it's not in all the deserts, you know. Yeah, but we've Again, you Jen, down in the Sahara. Act, Jennifer, you're yeah. acting like, you know, like Tuna is going to be is going to be swimming up next yeah. to your thing. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I have this very sharp knife and hmm, some, I'm open and that some sushi rice next right yeah. next to me. <laughs> this is going to be delicious. delicious. That's not how this is going to go down. Uh -huh. Good news for you. Right. Ellen? I don't feel like either of you are prepared. I don't feel not. Like, I'm not optimistic about the outcomes of We're either either of these scenarios. Neither of them are good. I do like though that Alex has a vision of her desert that is definitely like just outside of Sedona. Uh, totally. You know, they got Long some cactus, <laughs> probably an irrigation system. If you walk far enough, you're going to run into a golf course and it's going to be okay. It's just not that totally. big a deal, right? Instead of like, I put you with Lawrence of Arabia <laughs> in too. the middle of Africa. <laughs> Me too. Alex is right outside the Canyon Spa. Yeah. She's oh, like, just knocking on the door. Springs. I'm like, Springs golf, cart, two miles. golf cart. Can you put, hey, golf cart, can you swing over here, exhausted? Yes, exactly. Oh, the rat pack just drove by. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. This am is going to be miss, amazing. Let's go. Am I going to miss the nine o'clock show? God damn it. <laughs> damn it. Yes. Whereas, well, and then on the other hand, Jennifer has every intention of suddenly having superhuman fish catching totally. hands that are going to lean over to the side of her boat in the middle of the Pacific and just scoop up some sardines to have sure. with a, a baguette. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that some of these expectations are uh, ill-conceived and, and, and not on point. Um, both of these things suck. If I, if I picture, I can't remember the, um, oh my gosh, it wasn't life of, maybe it was a life of pie, but I'm life trying to think pie, of yeah. one Where of those stranded in the forever. boat. Yes. Yeah, one of those. With the yes. Yes. And, and it's awful. Like it's, it, if, if I'm in the Sahara, if I'm in the Sahara and I can't see anything and I have no idea where I'm going, or I am in the ocean and I'm in a rowboat and I can't even steer or move in any particular direction, I am at the mercy of the winds and the currents, right? There's, I think that the decision in this question is, do you want agency? And if you want agency, you want the ability to control something, you'd go with the desert because at least you could walk and hope and pray that at some point you're going to bump into something or someone, you know what I mean? Like, and you can, you can pick a direction and go, or you can look, there's the sun. It's where it sets. I got to yeah, believe. But don't I have oars on the boat? Yeah. Okay. You've got oars. Okay. I'll give you oars. I feel oars. like I'm, I'm a little bit in control. You've got situation. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. You've got a little bit, yeah. but still like, it's a long shot. It's a well, you know, okay, and I, I have thought this through. <laughs> okay, I, I haven't rendered I my decision yet. I have not rendered okay. my decision yet, but I'm just I'm I'm thinking out loud. I'm thinking thinking out loud. Contrary to what you may believe, I do not pick these questions and then like figure out my answer. I don't go, oh, this will screw those two up. I'll give them that, and that's as much as I think about them. Um, I will say honestly, like I will take my chances with the ocean. I just feel better about. 
the water, the ocean, potential for rain and water, potential to scoop up something out of the sea, even a piece of kelp or something to keep me alive versus slogging across an endless desert, which would terrify me. I would lose faith quickly. I also just, I, I know I keep, I started with it and I ended with it, but I, it bears repeating the heat. You can pass out from heat stroke in a nanosecond. Like True. it's very, very, very hot. A desert. Yeah. It could also be hot in the, in the, in the, in water. the robo. It absolutely yeah. could be. Yeah. It absolutely but you could, could put be. your head in the water. Dunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, here's the other thing I forgot to say. I know me and my lack of self-control. When I got thirsty, I would drink that ocean water. I know. That is, no, you wouldn't. No, yes, you wouldn't. I would. I know me. Jennifer, I no. know me. I have no self-control. I would drink it and then I would Disagree. die. You, you I know. would invent some kind of desalination contraption. That's what I'd be Can you rowboat with nothing? You would? Really? Yes, I Ellen? would. I would. Okay. I would take the hem of my leather pant. There I would are. turn it into a small canal. <laughs> And I would, okay. I would shake it. Okay. My idea is crazy. Yeah. Use it as a sieve. Yes, I'm done. All right. I'm going to something much more difficult. Plausible? But yes, this is much more plausible. It could happen any day of the week. Okay. Would you rather eat a small can of dog food or six overripe bananas? Six overripe bananas. Small can of dog food. I've done it. Overripe bananas. I- Actually, that's not true. I haven't done it. But I, I've eaten an overripe banana. It's gross, but I'm not eating a can of dog food. You know what? You know what? If if you made an amendment to this and you said the hard, crunchy kind of dog food, that I might be on board with. Uh, you'd go with the kibble, but you're not going with the can. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, the kibble. I might take some kibble. I've, I ate a lot of cat food in my, uh, like, Friskies <laughs> in my childhood. Yeah, we <laughs> both did. When we were little kids, we all did. We both did. Our grandmother had cats. And wait, wait, was- stop, stop, stop. <laughs> It's no, you can't, you can't say we all did because we <laughs> all <of> didn't. <laughs> Jennifer and we, me and our Your sister. family is we its did. own kind of situation. <laughs> the rest of us, no, we didn't all go, oh God, you guys get some cat food. I am starving. Friskies are good. That's we all didn't. I'm going to say. They are good. They're not bad. They're good. When in doubt, bring the friskies out. Yeah. <laughs> and then this was back in the day. I don't know if you remember this, but our grandmother had a cat. We didn't have a cat at this point. No. And so friskies were like a foreign a delicacy. To us, a delicacy. But she also had those, um, they were called tender vittles and they were moist. Yes. Packets. Yes. You would open it up and they had like what? squishy yes. balls of deliciousness. Yes. They had a weird smell, but they were kind of good. Wait, 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 yeah. wait. Yes, Ellen. I know she's so yeah. freaked out right now. Yeah, we did it and we we enjoyed it. And we came back for more, Ellen. What? Yes, all the time as kids. We did. Oh my gosh. Wait, 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 wait. All right. So Not there the were no the go- stop. 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 <laughs> stop. This is this is this is a huge news headline. So I want to be clear. You your fam your immediate family had no cats. So Correct. when you went to your grandmother, she did have cats Correct. and she had Two. different form factors of cat food yes. in Correct. the cabinet. Three and different kinds. Three did, kinds. did your grandmother know that you like to eat her cat food? You no. know, I don't know the answer to that. No. I probably no. Okay, wait, and I'm going to reveal a little bit more. So she, she kept... Not only the cans of cat food, but the tender vittles and the friskies in a little Tupperware container on the floor. And sometimes we would play with them as if they were um, like, like people. Barbie doll you know? type thing. Barbie doll type of thing. It's like very we'd, weird. Yeah, very strange. 
we were Cal we didn't have a lot of toys okay no. yeah and you know anyways, we did it's really horrible did. i don't know why we played Nothing these to do things with anyway. anyways we tasted them we liked them they weren't bad she was also the type of woman who she <laughs> actually took the wet food and would heat it up in the oven for the cat and my mother at one point said to her why do you do that? And she said, well, Sam and Lisa, those were the cats, like it warm. And my mother said, how do you know that? Did they tell you? And, but every night she would put the wet food on the plate and put the plates in the oven yep. to warm. This is pre-microwave. And then they'd come out oh and she'd God. sprinkle a few of the hard friskies and on the them friskies and give them top, to the cats. Like a crouton. Kind and of, let's you know? also think about the fact that our grandmother had a cat named Lisa. Who and has Sam. a cat named Lisa? I mean, no one. Well, because it was originally it was Sam who was Samson and Samson Delilah. Delilah. Yeah. And okay, Samson and Delilah, I get that little kind of cute thing, but then it's like, what am I going to name this cat? How about Steve, you know, or Scott? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? Lisa? Cat named really? Scott. Yeah. I love that <laughs> so, we're arguing over how weird it is the cat was named Lisa. Anyway, not. I don't know. We Meanwhile, she's heating up food about, and you're eating tender vittles. It was, I mean, eating, it was eating dog food or oh my what God. else was? Oh, the bananas. Oh, the ripe bananas. bananas. So, yeah. So, here, so if it goes, if it's going to get down to it, quite frankly, I'll eat them both. <laughs> I don't really have a preference. <laughs> You know what? I, I could, I could, I could, I could make them both happen. Quite frankly, I'm open. Oh my god! I had no idea that this is that for two people. This is for two people who love good food so much. We just discussed the fact, caviar. The fact that you cut your teeth on tender vittles. Is stunning Friskies. to me. Friskies was Friskies. really what you ate. You only had like the tender, the tender vittle was the caviar of the cat. But they were more expensive. I know we had yeah. tender vittles yeah. for our cats when I was no. growing up. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't realize that that question would go there. I didn't. would have. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. I would agree with Alexandra. I okay. <laughs> Okay, that's yeah. I think it's best you're a team. You just stay, just just keep this in the family. <laughs> keep it right there. Oh my god! Hey, is anybody else hungry? <laughs> I, what are you guys having tonight? Oh my god! Hey, Elvis, you can finish that. Say- <laughs> the dog food they make nowadays too with like blue buffalo yes. and all these other like it's premium stuff in there i know yeah there's no I mean, like bad stuff in it anymore it's I, like gourmet right right like i don't well, want to be I like mean. you know Edie from gray gardens or anything where i'm eating just cat food out of a can I but i will say yeah. some of that dog food is premium truth truth <laughs> okay mom do we have any more croutons no but we do have some blue buffalo dog food yes we do <laughs> we've got friskies give it a whirl Sweetie, where's a blue buffalo? We have people coming over. Forget the caviar. Are we I'll out? put a little blue buffalo on Just top of the bellinis. See if anyone says anything. I think you guys should grind that up, make it like a brickle, make it <laughs> just make it like a crunchy brickle, and stick it on top of a casserole and see if any. It's like, what is this? This, this is the best delicious. mac and cheese I've ever had. What is that? It's like that scene from Christmas oh my God. Vacation with the Jello mold, mold and the friskies <laughs> in it. Oh, that's exactly oh, what oh. oh my god all right well Ellen? i i will be the contrarian and like i'll eat the bananas <laughs> i i i really i kind of leave yeah. the pet foods to the pets i do it's it's a line that i try not to cross oh, what um, a snob <laughs> i am such a She's so highfalutin. I know. God, I'm the no one who caviar, doesn't. I don't no eat caviar food, and I don't eat dog food. <laughs> I am a paradox. Nobody can figure me out. Wait, what, what does she like? 
overripe oh. bananas. I have one of my friend's daughters. She overripe bananas are her disgust factor. Like she can't even, she gets green bananas. Like oh. she wants them way underripe. That's how she eats them. I get them. that. I, I don't like an overripe. And I they get gushy mushy. I, I will throw them away if they're overripe. If they're like, bruising, they're all bruising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the texture more than anything else. Not even yeah, the it's taste. It's the texture. A brown banana is disgusting. Yeah, but it's like right on the edge of a smoothie. I mean, it's basically just. I don't like you know how I feel about things, yeah. bananas in things. I don't like that See, either. I'll eat a banana. Okay. I'll eat dog food, but oh, I don't want that don't, banana don't smoothie. Don't put an overripe oh. banana in front of me. What kind Jeez. of animal do you think I am? Meow. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Oh, Good point. God. Okay. Now we're going to get deep. Now we're going to get deep because none of this was profound at all. It was okay. profoundly disturbing. But aside from that. You all right. I'm going to pour some myself some more wine because- I'm getting right. super hungry thinking about all the delicious. This is going to, this is going to take, this is going to take you back to your younger years. Presumably you married ladies. So would you rather break up? Would you rather break up with someone or have someone break up with you? Oh, I know my answer, but I keep you break up with them, but they break up with you. Uh, this is I'd like rather... a good lesson for the teens. Yeah. Oh, actually, wait. Um, you already have your answer, Alexandra? Oh yeah, for sure I do. You want me to go first? <laughs> um, no, I'll go first. Um, I, I would rather have, believe it or not, someone break up with me. I hate to be the cause of someone else's pain. I just, that's a, that it to me is almost a heavier load to bear than, than having my own <laughs> emotions st- like trampled on kind of right. thing, you know? Um, and not that I'm a martyr. I don't mean it to sound like that or anything like that. Like I, definitely no i get it can can be selfish in a good way at times but um yeah that just oh i feel like that that i think i think what it is um to surmise is that it would stay with me longer is Mm. the hurting of someone else versus me being hurt if i was hurt i think i could get over that faster and let it go and you know as they say the best way to get over someone's get under somebody else but no not like that (laughs) But I, but I'm just saying, like for real, I yeah. I think that that knowing that Seriously. I hurt someone lasts with me way longer than myself being hurt. So that's what I'll go with. I agree. I totally agree with Jennifer. I'd rather get broken up with. <clears throat> I don't like I, I like having to having to bring that and and I've I've only had to break up with one person. And I let it drag on way too long because I'm just a bleeding heart and I couldn't pull the trigger. And it just, and when I got broken up with, it's like, well, that's, I mean, yeah, you're sad for a little while, but then you can also have that like empowering moment of like, I'm, you know, I'm going to take charge of stuff and I'm going to get past this and I'm not going to talk to him or I'm not going to think about him or whatever. But um, also this guy I'm talking about, I didn't really like him that much. So (laughs) It wasn't that heartbreaking. However, yeah, breaking up with someone, ugh, no, I, no, that sucks. That's not this. That empowering moment is kind of fun in a weird way. It's like Agreed. a brand new chapter. It's like you can do, the world is your oyster. You can go in whatever direction you want. Everything that you yeah. thought was planned out is now off the table. And I'm just going to, you know, I've already listened to the Indigo Girls and the Melissa Etheridge over <laughs> mm-hmm. and over again. And I've got that out of my system. <laughs> and now it's time for me to be me and do something new and different <laughs> just for me. And there's that, quite frankly, when you get broken up with, there is a little bit of that, like, all right, girlfriends, gather Rally. around, let's cocoon, like, let's right. listen yeah. to all our, 
yeah, like Indigo Girls or Alanis Morissette or whoever the breakup artist is these days. And we're going to eat some ice cream and we're going to drink some wine and we're going to, you know, burn some old pictures and this I'm yeah. sounding very like a sitcom here, but <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying like, there's yeah, that moment him. you get to hang he with your the worst. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, there's camaraderie <laughs> in it. There's camaraderie in it. Right? Totally. Totally. Yeah. 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 Ellen. Wow. Uh, so, well, before I answer, I guess one of my questions would be, have you experienced both of them? Have you experienced yes. being the dumper and the yes. dumpy? Yes. Multiple yes. times. On each. God. <laughs> Life is fun. Sure is. It's a good time. Yeah, I think, um, again, I didn't think this question all the way through. I would, I would say, I believe that my experience has usually been for me to, uh, to do the breaking up, that I have been the participant more times than somebody doing it to me, which I think is very much part of who I am. It's a defense and a protection mechanism. Like, I think he's going to dump me, so I'm going to do this first. Yep, so I'm going to do it first and protect myself. Um, But I do think what you guys said about um, if you do it, if you instigate that, like I got divorced and I was the one who initiated that whole process and he didn't want it. And he was very sad and it was very hard. But at a certain point of time, we both realized that it was, it needed to happen. Like it, it meant to be, and it just became sad. It just became sad. And it always becomes sad. Like you, I, I think it's, if you are, if you get dumped, if you get, in my experience, when I get dumped, I'm mad right? I might be mm-hmm. crying a mess, but you're mad. And like you say, your girlfriends gather around you and it's like, oh, fuck him. He's an asshole and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And there's a way to process that, that, that is in some ways cleaner than if you feel like you broke somebody's heart, you know, totally. or you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's, you I, feel guilt about that. And, and I definitely, um, I definitely have been there. Yes. I got one other question, one other statement though, which is that, so like you talking about being divorced though, that was a much more mature relationship. Like a lot of my relationships that I'm referencing with breakups, (laughs) I was younger and and way stupider, you know, like, so there, there wasn't as much at stake. I feel like you guys, like when you said the sad part, like you were both sad together, which is a mature emotion and a symbol of a mature relationship. Some of my relationships weren't that mature. You know, I hear I you. was kind of dumb and young and whatever. So yes. it was kind of easier, but yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think when I was younger and I got dumped, um, I was, I was definitely mad. It was that my pride was hurt and like, wait, 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 wait you yeah. can't, you can't get rid of me. I'm going to get rid of you before you get rid of me. I mean, there's ego involved in this mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah. There's some of that. So I think, I guess I would, as opposed to dumping, taking that step. If I think about, if I think about, even in my immature 20 something teen relationships, if I think about um, so having last year, to given your birthday. Yeah. Right. Seeing as how yeah, 26, 26. So weird. Um, yeah. If I think about um, the energy that it took me to, to dump somebody, to like say something oh, to somebody like true. the angsting and the, oh, how am I going to do this? And I got to do it. It's miserable. It feels awful. We got to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Versus just having somebody do it to you. You know, and just saying, well, I I think it's over. Like I got a Dear John letter when I was in college, you know, like from my, Bob Anderson. Hi. He Dear Johned you? 
pretty that much. Motherfucker. Oh yeah. We, wow. Wait till I get a gum shoe on him, man. <laughs> is, We're gonna find him and make him pay. Listen, I'll pony up for the reward at this point. Same, this story keeps man. getting better. I'm telling you. Yeah, he did. He did, and that was. I remember just being angry. I was so, I was always oh, totally hurt. Like you're breaking my heart. Can you do this? Everything we meant. Oh, we were going to be together forever. Blah, blah, blah. And then it turns into who the hell are you? How mm-hmm. dare you? You know what I mean? You go yeah. through whatever the seven stages of, of grief and grief, outrage yeah. Yeah. yeah, that are in there. So I don't, uh, I guess I would rather knowing my track record, I'll just say, I would rather break up with somebody. I think I like to be in control too much and I have too much protection. Instinct. That. So that's where I am. That's kind of yeah. where I am. Such All right. a boss, Ellen. I am. Yeah. Love it. All right, we'll finish on this one. And I do think I, the one thing I'll say about this question is I do think I know, I know what Jen might answer. I don't know where Alex is going to be. So would you rather never have to work again or never have to sleep again? What? No work. Wait, no. Never work. Have to is the operative word, right? Oh, Never you have mean to. like you don't get tired, like you can just keep going? No need for sleep. You could have want, to Jen's point, maybe you want, maybe you like a, a, nap. a lie down. Yep. But you, you don't, don't need to You don't sleep. have to. You could be up 24 hours a day. Right. And the opposite is that you don't have to work, meaning that you're financially secure and. Yep. So you're oh, free, you're free to- from either of these things. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't want to have to work. Same. 100%. <laughs> Like this is not have, a question. Yeah, I, I know. A question. I saw it. It's the weird. That's the thing about questions like this is, wait, how is this equivalent? Yeah, wh- how, what is, how, do, what did you figure out then? What is making this equivalent? Well, I, I guess think it, it's me. I'll tell you. It's funny you ask because I think. I, think I get it. I get it. What? How so? I think it's somebody who is one of those like crazy industrious people who is just always doing stuff and wanting to like, like think of like, maybe, I don't know, like a, a researcher or someone who's just trying to get like, you know, like they just want to, like their brain is going on hyperdrive and they want to just keep doing stuff all the time. Maybe to them going to sleep is like a bummer because it's like a pause on all of their, you know, I don't know, activity. Or industriousness. In- yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I have a okay. lot of energy and, and all that stuff, but I'd still But in ra- your in your equation though, Alexander, you've taken out the part that I gravitated towards first, which was that the financial part of it, like the have to work because I literally have to work financially. You're talking about somebody who's self-motivated and is right. a researcher driven by their work, not by the fact that they have to work to support a family. Right. But that's what I'm saying. I think, I think that the person who would choose not to need any sleep anymore is not motivated by money. They are motivated by their quest to do whatever it is they're doing. I think there's very jam as much life into their life as they possibly can. Yes. I think there's very few of those people. I don't know. I definitely enjoy going to bed and I very much enjoy (laughs) Saturdays and Sundays. (laughs) So I work like I like who I work with. I like what I do. Um, but if I didn't have to, I totally wouldn't. Are you kidding me? Come on. This is Telling crazy you. talk. Crazy Ellen, talk. I want to know how you did, how you, how you sussed it out in terms of what the, what was, uh, made them equal. I didn't, I, I thought it was a very strange question. I thought it was mm-hmm. a, a very, like, wait a minute, you never have to work again or never have to sleep again. And it did to, I think where we're netting out is it's about 
It's about activity and what you want to do with the 24 hours of your day, every day of your life. And I will call this, it just popped in my head. I will call this the Sly Stallone question. Because I remember many, many years ago, there was an interview in People Magazine with Sylvester Stallone, and he only sleeps about three and a half or four hours a night. He doesn't sleep much at all. Martha Stewart. I was just going to say Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart gets up at like 4 a.m. Doesn't. gets like. Yeah, sorry. Does yeah, and to that point, it doesn't he doesn't sleep much. You know, he goes to bed at midnight and he wakes yeah. up at four yeah. and Same. and he does it again. And he's that person who is every waking hour he's up and doing stuff. And he I bet if you said, you know what, Sly, we can make it so you never have to go to sleep. He would love it. He would he's okay. I think there are, to your yeah. point, Alex, I think there aren't that many people out there who feel that driven. And plus you're a human being and you need sleep. So it's very hard to imagine an existence where you could like a vampire existence where you don't sleep, where you don't sleep. And some people would say, I would love that. I get, that means I get 30% more living out of my life, 30% more reading, 30% more movies, 30% more traveling, 30% like I could jam more life into my life. And where we all went immediately, it's like, I don't have to work again. Like I am freed from the responsibility of having to make money because that's what we think of work as. It's a means to an end, right? It's not it's a, a passion. It's a, it's right. a yeah. Right, right. So, so to me, it's hard to equate those two because one is getting freed up from something. But the other one is for these weird people who are getting freed up from the shackles of having to sleep when they just want to be up all the time and doing a gabillion things. Yeah. All right. Can I just say one last thing? I don't know who they are. Can I say it also? (laughs) I I am such a good sleeper. We've discussed this many times. I love sleeping. Oh my God. If there was an Olympic sport in sleeping, I would win (laughs) gold every single time. I'm so good at it. Mm -hmm. I could sleep at any time, place, shape, you name it. I can sleep. Oh, I love it. It's so delicious. How do people not enjoy that? I would say I would change this question to to something about like if you could always get eight hours of sleep every uninterrupted every single day of your life. That is I would pay for that because I have such especially now with what's going on with all Mm -hmm. this in the world right now, like everybody's got terrible sleep patterns and you realize how much like I've woken up and said, oh, my God, I slept from 11 to five. I got six straight hours. I did six hours. That's good. That's okay. That's pretty good. That's not bad. And that is, that's my run rate now. If I'm lucky, if I get six hours in a row, you know, it usually is more like three, wake up, two, wake up, three. Yeah, it's bad. But the way the question's worded, it's like, it's the best solution ever. Oh, so I do get to sleep and I don't have to work? Sign me up. So Jennifer, I'm confused. Well, that would be like, that would be an incredible. (laughs) Okay, you don't need to sleep. You don't need to sleep and you have all the money in the world. So you could just be, a, you're a vampire, you are a vampire. You're a vampire. Or not. It's, it's it twilight. It's twilight. That's what's going on. You're Edward uh, Cullen. You're, you're a rich vampire. Look at you. Are you reading the, the YA novels, Ellen? Uh, are you I'm watching kinda, the YA movies? Me, yeah. Uh, I hope you know that's still down in my basement. I do own the DVDs of the entire <laughs> Twilight series. And if anybody wants to come over and decide what, declare your team. You can declare the team. What do you what there's team Edward and team who's the other one? Jacob. Jacob? I think it's a long time. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Jacob, I think. Is he another vampire? No. No, he's a werewolf. He's a werewolf. He 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 shapeshifts into a werewolf. 
Oh, How did as we one get does. to Twilight? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Meanwhile, I always oh, thought the gosh. girl in that movie, Kristen Stewart, I was always yep. like, what's the fascination with her? She's got a puss on her face all the time. She always <laughs> looks like she's like, like just annoyed and stressed. Talk she's about someone who can use some sleep. She does never smile. I was never. like, what is the fascination with her? Why does everybody love her so much? She just seems like a downer from head to toe. She's yeah. got a puss. She's yeah. got a puss. Yeah. No question. Yeah. I, whatever. I just well, I never understood it. But I didn't. I, really well, you know that. what? She doesn't have to work again, and yes. she'd rather she'd rather <laughs> not sleep. I, I, I think I have that on pretty good authority. Yeah. Yep. That's how oh, it is. Man. All right. Well, before we put the audience to sleep, <laughs> despite our best attempts, uh, we're going to wrap it up. We covered a lot of territory. I can't even, I can't even look down this list. Everybody's thinking about leather pants. Everybody's going to be shipping in caviar for the holidays. Everybody go out and walk your pug dogs. Everybody remember to send Ellen a happy birthday on social media. Yes, please. Woohoo. And, uh, if you got any extra dog food, I'd lock it up because <laughs> uh, these two we like cat food more, but clawing their way into your cabinet. <laughs> Today's episode of Total Sidebar is brought to you by Friskies. Friskies, good for cats and humans. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. You two just bark your goodbyes, please. Say goodbye. Meow. What? <laughs> <laughs>